the Fresno Focus Radio Hour. This is the No Focus Radio Hour. Comedy and insight from the greatest minds in Fresno. A Lytomine Media Production. That's right, this is the No Focus Radio Hour. We want to remind you to subscribe to the No Focus Radio Hour. We are available wherever podcasts are sold. And remember to subscribe and leave a review. It helps others discover our show. And while you're reviewing, keep in mind that five stars is the correct number of stars. If you enjoy our show, remember to share it with your friends. And if you hate it, share it with your enemies. Become a member of the No Focus Radio Club at nofocusradio.com. For exclusive content and swag, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at nofocusradio. You can also find the rest of Lidomine Media's podcast and radio shows at lidominemedia.com. So good. Thank you. That's the sweet, melodic voice of Eric Orem, the doorman. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I've been practicing for weeks just for that. I, I didn't really get a chance to warm up, though. No, I hope okay, it sounded okay, right. though. Did it sound yeah. okay? It sounded great. Great. Yeah. Good, good. It sounded really good. Uh, we also have with us Marty's stupid asso. You know, I was driving here to the beautiful Light of Mine studios, and I thought, I got about 15 minutes. What am I going to do? I'm, so I listened to the We Read yes. podcast. Thank you. And heard a couple of really good Grimm's fairy tales, and it thank made the much. drive a lot quicker. Yeah, Yay. thank you very much. I appreciate that. Well, yeah. I'm going to come back to that, but I yes. want to introduce uh, another one of our cast and crew members. His name is Don Schlicks. Tell us about yourself, Don. Well, my name's Don Schlicks. I like poles. <laughs> Short and sweet. I love it. <laughs> and uh, you have myself. Uh, you might have heard my voice from the We Read podcast. You Ooh, find yeah, that. that's where I heard you. That's it. Yeah, yeah. you might be thinking to yourself, <laughs> "Yeah, where do I know this voice? And you do oh. an amazing horse voice. Thank you, yes. The, the horse voice. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I, uh, Can you do a little bit for uh, here? Uh, Give us a preview. How's your uh, Christian Bale Batman voice? Uh, Christian Bale Batman voice goes like this. Um, Who do you work for? <laughs> <laughs> and, and don't tell me that's that's the horse voice, too. It's also the horse voice. I forget which voice. I think the horse, the horse voice he had a lift. He was like, yeah. oh, let's have the horse. Hi, boss, I'm a horse. <laughs> so you decided not to go the Mr. Ed route, huh? No, I don't yeah. know how Mr. Ed sounds. Oh, Wilbur. Oh, how are you? Yeah. Oh. I'll tell you what, though. Like that. If I can, it's like being there. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If I knew if I knew how, if I knew that voice, I would have used it. Oh, there you go. a pretty good voice. Yeah. <laughs> the one you chose was good, though. Yeah, yeah I like that. It was amazing as always. Yeah, it's original. It's original. Yeah. Um, I like to not listen to other people act before I act so I don't copy them. That's oh, what a lot good. of actors like to say. It's BS if they ever tell you that. Oh, they steal like crazy. Yeah, every actor who says, like, I didn't watch the thing beforehand so I could make it on my own, they're liars. Yeah. Or yeah. they'll even claim they never read the book. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. never bothered to read The Hobbit because I didn't I want was... to inform my performance. I right. Know yeah. 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 yeah my so favorite talented. thing about that is, like, well, aren't you supposed to perform the character in the book? You probably should have read it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was so talented I didn't have to do I any prep. I just with Hobbits and stuff. Yeah, I didn't have to right. do any prep. Although that one guy takes it to the extreme, right? Was it not? It's not Jason Patrick. What's it? What's the guy's name Billy that played Bob? Lincoln? Oh, uh, he lives in his role. Yeah. What is his name? Come on, come on. Oh my oh, gosh! My, I was from uh, my left foot, two left feet. I have. Yeah, left my feet. my left feet, my left my left foot. I have a left. I have there a left foot. Blood. Kings Let's of New York. Oh, there, there will be blood. <laughs> Last yeah. of the Mohicans. Yeah. yeah. I, can't, I get him confused with Jason Patrick from uh, Speed. Jason Patrick is not the same. It's definitely from... not that name. Who is that um, guy? We're looking him up right now. It's Upton Sinclair. <laughs> is that right? Uh, Paul Daniel Day Lewis. There Daniel it is. Daniel Day Lewis. How could we forget? Yeah, you know why? Because you, know, you know why? Because he has three first names. That's true. very no, confusing. I thought I thought we forgot just because he's so good in why his roles. It, we don't even remember the actor. Why did it land on a picture of that guy? Tahiki. Tahiki. Because he was the last person I think who won best. Best screenplay, adapted screenplay. Doesn't he do uh, or Jojo uh, Rabbit? He's great. Jojo Rabbit. I freaking Who's love this guy? That's Jojo a great Rabbit. Movie. Great movie. I loved it. He looks like one of the directors from uh, Mandalorian. That's he not could him. have been. I have no idea. I don't know, but he does the voice on Thor Ragnarok, is. too. The really funny rock yeah. guy. He's yeah, he funny. directed that movie as well. <laughs> yeah. He's fantastic. I love all of hey, his man. movies. 
He was um, going to lead a revolution, but he printed. He didn't print enough flyers, so a lot of people. Oh yeah, and the Mandalorian. Mom, you're right. He did the Mandalorian. <laughs> he did the Mandalorian, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I think he directed a few episodes. He yeah. might have been in um, one or two. Actually, if you have not, have you seen Hunt for the Wilder People by him? Uh, no. If you have not seen Hunt for the Wilder People, it's with Sam Neill. Um, it is freaking amazing. It was my first. I think the first movie I knew was his that I saw. I might have seen other movies, but this was. Um, and my friend Vaughn told me about it. Uh, Vaughn, shout out to you. It's like, you know, Max, this would be a movie you would love. So me and Bree watched it. it. Go home and watch it. Hunt for the Wilder People is Is it a family-friendly movie? Um, it, I, there, I think the kid the, the kid in it drops the F-bomb uh, quite a few times. Okay. Besides That's the same that. guy that is played in the, Elf, the second Elf, Christmas. Is it the, is it the not kid Elf, I'm who, sorry. Yeah, that kid, he was in um, that Christmas Deadpool, movie. Deadpool 2 or yes. something. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was yep. also in that movie with uh, Kurt Russell where, you know, the Santa Claus Chronicles 2 or whatever it oh, was. He? he played the bad elf. He's also yes. in uh, Marty's favorite movie. Godzilla vs. Kong. Snick. Yeah. yeah, his name is uh, Julian Dennison. I don't know who Brangel Snick is, though. What no, uh, Blizzle Snick or something. He's the elf, the bad elf from Santa Chronicles 2, whatever that. Oh, Bezel Bell Snickle. Oh, Bell Snickle. <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. One of those ickles. Yeah, Hunt for the Wilder People. That's my entertainment pick of the week. Um, he was in Godzilla. Was he's in, he's in Godzilla and King Kong, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. we yeah. said that a couple sentences ago. Uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> I was so hung up on Bezel Snickel. I don't know my mind. Uh, I, I like <laughs> focus on one thing at a time. Um, I did want to uh, go back really quick because I wanted to talk about. I'm typing here. Jojo Rabbit. How weird? Well, Jojo Rabbit's great, but I wanted to talk with Marty really quick. Uh, yes. How weird was the um, horse and the fox story that I read on We Read? That was really weird. Isn't it strange? It just kind of ended oddly. It's a very yeah. strange ending. I don't want to give too much away, but I'm going to do it anyways because it's nice. <laughs> the ending is uh, essentially this horse goes through some stuff, and it goes, and he he lived, and and he lived, you know, happily ever after until he died. died. Yeah. What? And that's how it ends. I was reading it, and I was like, oh my gosh. And you keep waiting for something else to happen, and it doesn't. You go, that's kind of odd. And then he lived happily ever yeah, after. Yeah. And, and then he died. <laughs> It's very interesting. Huh. Really, how every story should end, I think. Yeah, and, and I realize yeah. just very especially very, every princess story, right? It's very German. She was you know, very to the point. After. Very to the point till till he died. Till he died. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very interesting. Very what did the fox do in that story? Can you? Oh, the fox. Uh, fox is great. The fox. What he did was very helpful. He convinced a. Um, so the horse needed to prove that he was as strong as a lion. Okay. So the uh, fox got a uh, a lion to. He convinced the fox that the horse was dead, but when he went to go eat the horse, the fox tied up the lion mm. and let the horse drag him home to prove that he captured the lion. So the horse let the fox do all the work, and then the horse took the credit? Yes. Yeah, and the, fo the fox got nothing. Fox got nothing. Fox and was so the, fo the fox didn't I was live waiting for the fox to come back for a payment or something. The no, the fox, fox was just great. Yeah. The fox just did a, a great job, and then he didn't live happily ever after, but the horse did. Yeah. Until he died. Yes, until he died. Yes. Wow. Yeah, the fox was really great. Um, mm. Really helpful. So what, what are we telling kids in this story? Be a fox? Actually, the... Be a um, horse? Be water, my friend. Yeah, the <laughs> actual point of the story, I was trying to think. I was like, man, what is the moral of this story? I realized I don't think there was one mm. in there that. There wasn't always in those stories. Yeah, there definitely wasn't in that one. It was very strange. Very strange indeed. Um, I was going to pull up a sample, but it's all right. It doesn't matter. So if you're into weird stories, listen to We Read <laughs> yes. Grimm's Fairy Tales. Well, yes. like we talked about Episode before, five, Grimm's, another good one, yeah. Grimm's is a very crazy... Uh, very strange. Yeah. Strange things. Um, we, you know, we brought this up on the last show. Um, Don brought this up. Um, poor Crazy Bernie. Oh, no. What's wrong with Crazy Bernie? Well, you know, I guess it's not what's wrong with him. It's that oh. what he did is wrong. Hold on. He's... Hold on. Hold on. Oh, breaking God. news. Breaking news. Is this story, was this story brought out by, uh, Marty, oh, at... Marty's friend Corin Hogard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? Oh, man. Uh, we, we called out Corin and we told the story and I tagged him in our posts on Twitter yeah, and I'm, Instagram I'm and our podcast. And he never responded to the tag, <laughs> Instagram tag. Yeah. He never did, huh? Never, never even responded, man. I he's out here he he's out here leaking Medi-Cal fraud files and he won't even respond. Doesn't have time for any yeah, more if, stuff, if you guys man. you guys did hear Marty's uh, story about uh, yeah, Corin. Because I was going through all my Instagram 
Instagram, which have like over 3,000. I couldn't find it. I remember I did it on Facebook, and I can't just go through and find a Facebook. Oh. I'm going to show you guys I'm not just kidding. So, yeah, it was, what, about two or three episodes back, right? You got to listen to it. Yeah, and also it's just like <laughs> if you freeze it, sometimes they have their mouth open. You get like bananas or fruit or something. You know, you like feeding him, and you take a picture of that. And, <laughs> and then post it on Instagram. Or yeah. Facebook. So I'm actually then, confused yeah. how this works. Okay. They got um, Medi-Cal fraud. Um, because crazy in the Fresno County district, uh, sorry, Fresno County district attorney's office filed five felony charges against Bernard oh, no. Siomiak, Simiak, Simiak, that's crazy Bernie there. Um, five felony charges because he had reported less money. I'm assuming than he actually made to get, I'm assuming that's how we got the medical fraud to get the money. So he, yeah. So I, that's what I was getting from the story, right? That he, whoa, I lost it. Where is it? Yeah. He, uh, so he was reporting less income or something. So he was, he qualified for benefits and then he used oh, no. the benefits yeah. for over $23,000 in taxpayer money. He shouldn't have gotten. Okay. Here's the story. Here's um, the thing though. I want people to realize it's saying $23,000, you know, in today's medical world, and I know Medi-Cal has a, a, a very uh, bad Medi-Cal pay rate. This is like getting a Band-Aid for a splinter on, though. I mean, that's, that's how much point. they charge. You know, yeah. 23000 for one little visit. So Also, crazy's in the name. He's going to do shit. Like <laughs> he's going to do crazy stuff. Now, question. You have a lot, You always have a lot of info when it comes to medical stuff. Yeah, well, I, yeah. Do, I do wonder, how do you get information like that? Like, mm, do you I know? watch a lot of, like, Chicago ER, uh, yeah. those medical shows. ER, yeah, yeah. Marcus Walby, MD. Do you remember that one? Surgeon, Marcus Walby, no. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so a oh, lot of yeah. medical shows. Emergency. Medical Do you remember lawyer. Emergency? Yes. A Rampart. What was yeah. it called? Oh, was Rampart? that the one with George Clooney? With, um, no. Dr. Joe Cannon. Is that Joe what it is, Joe Cannon? Yeah. These are talking like Joe 70s Cannon, shows, uh, you know? Emergency. Um, yeah. It was like back with SWAT was a SWAT, big show. Yeah, SWAT team. Great. Yes, it wasn't SWAT team. It was just SWAT. Uh, anyway, going back to the story. So Crazy Bernie, yeah. so he supposedly defrauded the government. And I love that, that they're going after this guy for 23000 how much? How many taxpayer dollars have the taxpayers been defrauded out of? Oh, that's a it good point. It is interesting, though, that this guy, he owns, like, furniture stores all over town, though. Right. Yeah. That's not a good look. Well, he didn't make money, though. He closed them, right? I mean, we don't know what his income that's is. That's true. I mean, if he was losing money at his furniture stores, that's a good point. Yeah. Unless he was just, well, the other thing is, a lot of the, unless he was, like, frauding those, too. You know, like, that could have been a big, with his furniture, you can sell things cash and not say uh, how much you made. Maybe that's yeah. what he was doing. Yeah, could be, yeah. You know, goods like that that aren't, like, through governments, you know, EDI systems that are, you know, digitally tracked. You can pretty much say you make whatever you want to with uh, cash business. Well, that, well, they're trying to stop that, aren't they? Oh, heck yeah. Have you guys seen the new push for the digital dollar? No. Oh, oh I'm about to, I'll blow uh -oh. you. Should I do this on air or no, after? No, do it on do air. Do it. Let's blow everybody. Okay, so Let's this go is down actually, this rabbit hole. I'm ready. This, this is really going to freak you guys out. Um, if you guys want to hear about how our dollar is going to change here, let me do this. So you guys are talking, we've been talking a lot about like, how do you control um, inflation, right? Well, you're mm -hmm. right. That's scary. Ooh, how do you control inflation? Well, um, I'll tell you how you do it. What happens is the Federal Reserve is pushing for a digital dollar. And by pushing for it, I mean, MIT is already, if you go to their website, um, they're already um, have a, uh, an entire, they're actively working on it with MIT. And it's in, it's in pre-release stages. In fact, also the U.S. Federal Reserve chair said Jerome this is going to be important year. It's going to be the year in which we engage with the public pretty actively. And he was referring to the digital dollar. Um, they have a paper exploring the preconditions for the retail central bank digital currency, which is how all central banks will need to move to this. So essentially what's going to happen here very soon is you have, they're going to eliminate cash. Okay. And what's going to happen is the money that you have in your bank, let's say, cause let's say, um, uh, inflation gets so high. So things are costing a ton of money. So let's say you have a hundred thousand dollars or whatever in your bank. How do you get rid of money? right? That's just the world is so full of the US dollar. Well, you say we're all sitting on all this money. They go to like this. They say, okay, you are mm, X amount wealthy based on whatever they decide. For every dollar you have in the bank, we're going to give you 0.9 digital dollars because they're worth differently. Okay. Now, then let's say they find somebody else who, and they also, this is a big thing. They talk a lot about equity when they bring up the digital dollar as well and equality. So they're going to say, but you know what? This person who doesn't have as much money as you, I'm going to give them 
1.5 digital dollars for every dollar they have. Okay. So all of a sudden they're going to even out all of our money overnight like that. And if you don't believe me, well, you can read their white paper on it written by MIT and the Federal Reserve who talks all about how they are going to do and push their digital dollar, um, which is interesting. They also talk about how people do not think of money in terms of their um, status as a liability or an obligation to banks, but we have to rechange that because you are an obligation and a liability. So we're gonna fix that by changing how much your money is worth with the US digital dollar. It's gonna be great, wow. it's coming soon. So, um, and they've also, um, there's been talks about how it might work is like, oh, and this is another one, broad stakeholder support is a, remember how I talked about the, um, I freaked you out a while ago about the World yeah, Economic like the social Forum. credit and all yeah. that. Social... and I talked about how they use the word stakeholder. Yeah, public private partnerships. Mm -hmm. We'll check this out. Developing a this is called you know the digital currency requires input, engagement, and support from a range of stakeholders in both the public and private sectors that contribute significantly to market readiness. They start using this stakeholder area which is gonna to tie together government bodies, end users, financial institutions, technology and infrastructure providers, academia and standards development organizations. So everything's gonna be controlled by these groups and they're gonna determine the inclusive discussions and general consensuses of preconditions of how this digital dollar works, who gets what and how it all fans out. Um, wow. And it's all right here on federalreserve.gov, our own government website. You can also find it, um, MIT, who is doing it, MIT um, lab, which is uh, fantastic. Um, MIT government's lab, which is bridging the gap between citizens and the government, which is just what you want. Um, <laughs> they are doing, working on the digital dollar as well. So if you're wondering how all of this inflation works, um, well, it's very simple. Um, they're going to just change all your money into another currency. And that's it. You can and go control here. it that way. Yeah, Federal Reserve experimenting digital dollar. You can actually go to the their full website here. This is at MIT Hub, um, where they break down all the work they're doing. Well, so I mean, basically, right? It, as far as money goes, there there are supposed to be the way we understand or understood capitalism or money or the way things are supposed to work is that there's cycles. There's mm -hmm. always cycles, right? There's ups and downs, and that's the way it is, right? right. And stuff goes up. Uh, stuff goes down, inflation, uh, mm -hmm. cost, you know, cost of living, blah, blah, blah. The dollar goes up, you know, prices go down. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's all happened. So is this a way, what I'm getting at, is this a way to, to control then the inflation is what you're saying? This is a way that they can control the inflation. Right. Either way, now not just for our good, but also mm -hmm. let's say that, that maybe a country is not doing what they think, what certain people think it should do or certain yeah, well, agencies. It also controls taxes and everything because they can just pull it out, right? It's gonna be, or they can just say, oh, you're making X amount. Your, your, do your dollar's just gonna be worth less because you make more money. Mm. So if you're in the top 1%, you don't even have to worry about paying taxes. Your dollars are just worth less. So it's very simple. And a good way to think about it, and this is kind of what, you know, when you pull out like a $20 bill, right? Yeah. You'll notice that it says, this note is legal tender for all debts, public and private, right? And what it is, okay. it's a note, right? Yeah. This note, what what a $20 really is, is an IOU from the government. All yeah. this is saying, you don't have this money. It's technically saying the Federal Reserve has $20 that covers this note of debt. It used to be that I would trade you this, you could then take this to the bank and get $20 worth of gold, right? Okay. So yeah. somebody was holding on to that note worth of gold. So that's what cash- That was when we were on the gold standard though. Right, and, and technically this should still do that, but just without gold, just money in the Federal Reserve. Is that, uh, from what I understand, that's how dollars should work. Cause okay. it's, just, it's a note for money, you can trade it in. However, that honestly, that, that doesn't mean anything cause you can't do that anymore. Yeah. So that's what they're trying to do here. And they talk about how, Outline is a concept which they call the, quote, Fed accounts. Today, the Fed offers accounts only to banks. So this is the whole idea. Right now, the Fed covers money in the banks. You trade your note to a bank. With the digital dollar, you no longer trade your money with the banks. It's controlled by the Fed. So banks will just be an intermediary between the Fed. Wow. So the Fed controls well, every dollar you have. This brings up an interesting point because last uh, last presidency, it, I swear I've never seen 
anybody representative from the Fed come out as much as they have in the last few years, right? Mm -hmm. You never see them at anything. Like you wouldn't even know who who the Fed chair was. Like Jerome, uh, what's his name? Jerome Powell. You never saw it. You never even knew who the guy was. You never right. would know any of those people. Now all of a sudden it seems like they're at the forefront. So all this makes sense. Now mm -hmm. they're putting themselves out there. So they're actually going to be on a level playing field in our in our eyes as the government, right? So they're going right. to hold as much power as our government, essentially. I mean, they already do, but I mean, right. but now they're just coming out in public. The other thing that this does is that, of course, people like Crazy Bernie can't. Well, you can't. can't they and, can't get the cash because it'll all be some kind. Some kind of even if they do what they're saying they're going to do, it has to go to a complete digital currency, right? Yep. So it's not going to be like you have a dollar, you can go in the store and pay for something and get change back. It'll be right. completely on a credit. And I don't mean like credit card. I mean a credit system where they see essentially how many dollar credits mm -hmm. that you have and you would trade that. And that way they can keep track of what you're spending, what the person's uh, uh, buying. Uh, I mean, what the person's buying, what the person's making, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. So there should be no fraud, supposedly. How would right? you do small transactions like at a swap meets or yard sales well, or something like that? Digitally. And that's yeah. the whole idea. And digitally. there's actually... I, so through I, that chip in my arm that they're going to put? Yeah. Well, there's actually... there's <laughs> If you read through some of these articles, articles on like, um, you know, Wall Street Journal has some technology review. Um, MIT themselves have some articles. If you just type in like digital dollar USD, you'll find all of these articles where people are discussing... And there's people who have worked on it or who were around it. Forbes has a good article and they talk about how um, there's even ideas where, like how would they eventually just get rid of cash? Well, what they'll do is they'll have a timeline. Like, hey, in the first six months, if you trade in your cash, you'll get dollar for dollar digital dollars. But after that, you're gonna get 70, 70 cents. Mm -hmm. You know, on every true dollar, you'll get a 70 cent version of your digital dollar. And, you know, but within a year, you try to turn that in, it's gonna be worth nothing. So cash will just be phased out. It'll all be, the USD. Well, here and, and you're taking Digital me down dollar. another. You're taking me down a rabbit hole. I don't know enough about this. You know what what you're saying. I'd have to look at it to mm -hmm. look more into it. But what you're taking me down a rabbit hole. The rabbit hole you're taking me down is they've already kind of done this now with the vaccine thing. If you notice, everybody has to have a vaccine. We were just talking about it. How you know it's like for what what reason? I've had COVID, but mm -hmm. now you're telling me I need a vaccine. And then on the back end, you're telling me you're not even sure if it's going to work. So it's almost like they're going to, you watch, there'll be some crisis right. to get everybody on board with. And it's like, hurry up, turn in your cash, turn in your cash to get these digital dollars because we don't know how long, if it's going to last, mm -hmm. what's going to happen, everything's going to collapse. Oh no, there's going to be chaos. So there's going to be some kind, I mean, I'm just going down a different, a little bit different rabbit hole, but to get everyone on board, I could already see it. Mm -hmm. right. It's going to happen. I remember when this COVID first started coming, <clears throat> there were people talking about the whole point of this was, was to get rid of our current financial um, system. System. Yeah, because they had the change shortage and no one mm -hmm, would take cash. Mm -hmm. You had to use card. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. And then they shut down businesses for a year. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right? And that, that caused its own problem. So they're, they're already starting to build up to a crisis. And now, you know, of course, it's always, you know, we're almost going to go to war with Russia. We're almost going to go to war with China. Chaos, right? We're just like, uh, are the normal lives that we had already gotten used to for years? Mm -hmm. Like, we've already, well, that's been in disruption now for 18 months and Right. more and more chaos and pretty soon this won't even seem like a big deal like okay fine take all my money and make us all equal yeah yeah, yeah. well people yeah. are gonna love it actually because yeah. the way they're pushing it too these are the benefits support for the unbanked and the underbanked the seven million american households that do not have a bank account according to the fdic well with the digital dollar they're talking about how creating a central bank digital currency all unbanked individuals would access their money and pay their bills without extra charges because all of us would just start using the central bank digital currency. We would just be going directly through the federal government for our banking. Think about how crazy that is. You don't take your cash and put it elsewhere. Your bank is always the federal government. That's too much government. Yeah. They control everything and they control how much the amount is worth. With, with central bank digital currency, the value is much stabler because we can control how much it's, the value is. Control fluctuation. Wow. Well, let, let's say let's so say they don't can like get rich. Well, let's say that nobody can ever get too powerful. You, you won't, you won't have yeah. you won't have the nouveau riche, right? You won't have the new rich come in. You'll have whoever is there. I mean, you'll have the powerful be there. government. That's what they've always. Well, wanted. the government and, mm -hmm. and with, with the powerful, you know, corporations, mm -hmm. the people that are already up there. 
Um, what, what about if you do a post on Facebook that they don't like? Uh, does that mean your your currency, your, your digital currency, is going to be worse, worth less? Yes. You guys remember the you go ES to a church they don't like? Yes, they can take your money. You guys do remember yes. ESG scores, right? We talked about. Yeah, that. that's, that's where I'm going at. No, we talked about it on air a few podcasts yeah. ago. I think. Yeah. Now, see, also, if you post what, something re, on Facebook, remind us what was yeah. the score. What it's your it? it's your environmental, social, and governance score. Yeah. That's right, yeah. But if you post something on Facebook that people don't like now, they could just cancel you, and you're going to lose your job. You're going to ruin your life. Well, that's true. Just because they pressure you, even though what you said might be true, it's not mm -hmm. what the current thinking is. Right. Yeah. So if you want to really see how this works, what we're getting into, um, China has the digital yuan. How do you pronounce it? The yuan? Yuan. Yuan. I think yuan. yuan. Yeah. So they have the digital yuan, which is now the, the leading yuan. global digital money. And out, um, Janet Yellen and everybody, their big thing is, hey, we have to beat them to it because they're going to, if they push this, it's quickly becoming the. It'll take over the dollar. It's taking over the dollar. In fact, there the is already currency. articles that say, and this is Asia Times, but China's digital yuan displaces the dollar. But this and is from I mean, Asia Times. <laughs> right. But however, the thing is, if they're already saying that, you know, and there's other articles that talk a lot about it too. But my favorite point, like, think about this. Like, oh, we have to chase China and copy their money system. Like, right, let's all get in the same money system that the Communist Party has. It sounds like a well, great idea. Well, why? Because we're, as Don always we're says. We're slowly becoming, we're not, it's not even that slow anymore. We're fastly becoming. But, but you see, here's the problem, the right? We go back, we go back to the, the Hegelian dialect. You know, we talked about the Hegelian dialect, right? Is that what it was? The, yep. the problem? Hegelian dialectic. Yep. Yeah, the, the problem, reaction, solution. So they're already setting up the problem. Then mm -hmm. there's going to be a reaction, and then they've got the solution. They have the solution. Yeah. It's and they've simple. already set up the problem. Equity. Equality. Equity is the problem, right? Yeah. The solution is eat the rich. Mm -hmm. As well, Aerosmith would say. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, we're very interesting. Um, it's going to be very, very fun. So, anyways, long story short. Uh, we're going back know. to crazy. This all ties into Crazy Bernie. It's this all ties Bernie. into Crazy Damn Bernie. Me, crazy Bernie. <laughs> My Damn you, Crazy Bernie. Damn you. <laughs> My point, the point of it is, though, maybe he was on to something, right? Um, it's a great name for the episode. Damn you, crazy Bernie. Um, so, but, but what it was, was it was fraud. We were talking about that people then, supposedly what it'll be is people cannot commit these kind of frauds against the government. And, and, and I'm sitting here laughing because it's like, you know, we're getting fraud. <laughs> from committed against us every day uh, on different things. Yeah. I mean, this is I feel like I might have broken Marty again. Yeah, you always do this. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> you just had us have a podcast, Let's Break Marty, and just come up with all this stuff. And I'm thinking, well, well, before they tell me what my digital, what my currency's worth, I'm going to quit my job, get a paper route, so my currency's worth a lot more. No, the well, trick is, honestly, you have to invest in hard goods. I've been listening to, because I've been researching Gold, this silver. quite a bit. Not even that tradable goods so i've been listening I to that that's why i have so much crap in my house it's true though goes, there you go what do you go to this stuff yeah so i could trade it later i've on. been listening yeah. to a lot of people who like cigarettes I, and alcohol. I, it's cigarettes and alcohol i was listening to a number of some of the people who chocolate made, who got very very oh, wealthy during the 70s in the 70s there was a lot of bartering going on mm. because inflation was massive. Oh, i remember that 70s yeah that was a big thing bartering was supposed bartering to come communities, back yeah. right it was kind of the bitcoin of the 70s it was yeah it was big people did yeah. there's whole bartering groups bartering catalogs yeah. um People who made it, made it out very wealthy were people who stocked up on cigarettes, wine, and ammo. Yeah, but here, here's the problem, Same though. Yeah. Unfortunately, with social media, like the poor guy that was going to get ahead of that and wanted to stock up on toilet paper for Costco, right. they made him look. They basically oh, the hand sanitizer persecuted guys. Him. The, no, hand the hand sanitizer, too. They vilified him. They, yeah. No, they persecuted him, yeah. too, because yeah. he was charging, because oh, yeah. they said he was overcharging. Price gouging. The, guy, Price gouging, the yeah. guy who did the hand sanitizer, right? I love that story. He saw this was coming, yeah. right? He went, there wasn't a rule against it. He went to a bunch of stores and bought hand sanitizer. And then he charged more for it. Not only did they vilify him, they seized all of his property. It's an American. They literally yeah. seized it all. I'm like, wait, wait, time out. Isn't that literally how all business, it, it's literally, he made a, a, he made a business out of yeah. buying something and yeah. reselling it. Yeah. It's like, well, people want chocolate. I'm going to steal all your chocolate, Max. Wait, wait, time out. Oh, I, we had an idea to buy chocolate and sell it. Like, exactly. Uh, very, anyways, golly. Too much government. Too, that's our problem. Too um, much digital government. dollar. It's going to be great. You know, oh my gosh. Thanks, Crazy that, Bernie. That break. Thank you. Oh, that's actually a good name for it. That's a good it. Thanks, Crazy Bernie. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks a lot, Crazy Bernie. I like the damn you, Crazy um, <laughs> We'll be right back know. after a word from a, sp actually, a word from a sponsor. A, uh, oh, speaking of. 
government, uh, governmental ad, I believe. Have you guys heard about this new proposition? We'll hear about it. We'll hear about it now. That's for sure. Maybe. I think it's got enough signatures. Every year, exotic animals at the Fresno Chaffee Zoo die after being forced to endure the pain and suffering associated with old age. Our zoo's senior animals far outlive their species' normal life expectancy in the wild. As a result, our beloved zoo animals suffer from arthritic joints, dementia, diabetes, irritable bowels, and other health problems that humiliate these noble beasts. Proposition 1850A will put an end to this disturbing practice. When an animal at the Chaffee Zoo is past its prime, it will be released into a controlled compound, where it can die full of fear and adrenaline, the way nature intended. Carefully screened hunters will be chosen by lottery to track down these exotic beasts and give them a quick and mostly painless death. It's a far better end than being a geriatric zebra with explosive diarrhea. <laughs> what kid wants to see that? Oh, that's gross! Proposition 1850A is a self-sustaining program that requires no additional taxes. All costs and operational expenses will be paid for by a hunter's lottery fund that will be established and managed by the Fresno Chaffee Zoo. After a successful hunt, the animal's head and hide will be presented to the hunter as a trophy but the meat and bones are returned to the zoo to feed the other animals, the way nature intended. If you love animals... I love animals! Vote yes on Proposition 1850A. Let's give our zoo animals the dignity they deserve. Proposition 1850A is funded by the Dr. Kevorkian Humanitarian Society. You know, oh. I've been making a list of senior animals at the zoo. I think there's one that is a sea lion, so I'm trying to buy a Ooh. lottery ticket for that. So I'm hoping this proposition yeah. goes through. Wow. Uh, I've seen them the, collecting signatures outside of Walmart here by my house. Yeah. Uh, I for this prop? Yeah. I didn't oh. know what it was all about, though. The, fr the, the sign just says, um, help protect animals. So I just signed it. Um, not really having read it, so I was... Yeah, well, like most people do. That's what we do, right? You say, hey, protect... Yeah. It's just a, the tagline. Protect animals. Okay. I, I love I animals. Protect animals. Yeah. Support this proposition. Yeah. <laughs> do you get to eat them after you hunt them? I was, is no, that part they of the return all the... Food, no, they return... The meat them. and bones to the zoo to feed the other animals like you're supposed uh, to. So they're like, yeah... But if you're a hunter, like if you there, there's a rhino and you shoot the win the lottery, shoot the rhino, you get to keep the rhino head in his hide. Ooh, okay. you know, there's you like... like a, do your car and rhino hide. Well, as I say, awesome. there's like a, uh, there's an alligator there. It's like 150 years old, oh, right? Yeah, so he might be good. alligator shoes, al yeah. alligator purse, yeah. anybody? Belt. Mm -hmm. Alligator belt. Yeah. Ooh, I like those alligator um, uh, boots, like cowboy boots. I've always wanted a pair of alligator or like snakeskin cowboy boots. Really? When I was in Norway, yeah. they have like a bunch of stuff made out of seals <laughs> and you could buy it. And so, um, that's probably, it's gotta be warm first. Yeah, I know. Huh? Oh, I bought these little seal, um, seal, um, little plushies made out of seal skin mm. and i go can i take this back to the u.s no but if you hide it in your yeah. luggage you can but if you hide it in your you body parts stuff back. but they were yeah. selling all this stuff made out of seals what are they these are for lard or they just hunt them for uh no they for they skin? do their meat and everything everything's out of seals yeah, they huh? process everything wow. do they have a, yeah they have an abundance of them they're just overrun no, just by seals culture it's just what they do mm. that's what you know they just yeah. kill seals which well, fine. They, I hate kind of pits. well, you know, seals do yeah. seals do become invasive. I mean, haven't they had a problem with them over there in the Bay Area? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they seal do. crap. They have to close beaches and everything. Yeah. yeah, they've attacked some boogie borders over there by Shell Beach. And yeah, yeah. I mean, one of become... the most beautiful beaches was in um, Point Lobos. Have you guys ever went gone hiking there? Yeah, yeah. In Point Lobos, and um, it's there beautiful. Used to be this, yeah, there's you can still go to hike there, but there was this beach you used to be able to hike down. I think it was called like China Beach or something like that. Yeah, you could hike down. It's white sand. And just like a, a hidden just gem. And there was like this cove you could go into. And oh, yeah. I think explore. I've been there. Well, you can't go to that beach anymore because it's just contaminated with this, the seal crap has made the water around it like uninhabitable. Really? <laughs> like, yes. There's too many seals and too much seal crap and stuff. And so it's not safe for people anymore to yeah. even get, get in the water. And that's why off the coast of California, they have the white triangle where all the great white sharks are because they're eating the seals. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So if you're swimming in the ocean and a bunch of seals swim it's, around you, you get, get out of the water. Get the heck out, out of there. Sharks well, you know, uh, last year we went to uh, uh, Cambria, and then they have that elephant seal beach, right? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So we went over there, and, and they hadn't come yet, you know, and the guy was going through the whole spiel as to, you know, the migration of all this. And we're like, well, how did, how did you know, I thought this had like a big, like this was an ancient area mm-hmm. for these things. He goes, how did they end up, oh, no, one just finally, one came here one day, and then now they all came here. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's just like recent. It's like, oh, okay. Well. You ever been there when they were there? Uh, yeah, I mean, it years ago like- I was there. Rotten placenta, sex, and oh, I haven't, I haven't. Been, I don't My think wife hates going there because it really? just stinks so bad. Wait, yeah, can you buy that? Because I think I have like a cologne that's that's like that. Does that rotten. smell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rotten, rotten placenta. <laughs> they have yeah. um, elephant seal placenta. Yeah, Jeez. I've been there though quite a few times, and sometimes the best is when the big males are there yeah, and they fight. Oh, they oh, fight, yeah. and they make this sound. It sounds like a V eight <laughs> engine. Like, yeah. It's like this burbling like episode two of the podcast. Blah, 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 blah. Guttural sound. <laughs> yeah, um, they have a they have a live webcam you can check out. I don't know what the address is, but I mean but I didn't know it was. I last time I was there, somebody who was like giving a tour was telling us there's it goes in cycles where it's like um you're lucky if you get to see the big males yeah. and the and the females and then uh, for a long time, it's just females. Yeah, and then yep. for a long time, it's just the males, wimpy males who have been too scared to swim out in the ocean or something right. like that. Well, I think it's the kids. What it is, yeah. it's like what happens is like I think the the males come, and then the females come in. The males do their business and they get out of there, and then the females give birth, and then they leave, and then the kids are just there, you know, and they're left, and it's like good luck, you and know. And it's hard to tell a young male from a female because you can tell the big males wow. they get the elephant, you know. And those males are big. That could be painful. Yeah. Or maybe it's the females that come from. Because when we went there, the males hadn't arrived. I thought it were just regular seals. And the guys, oh, no, those are females. The females right. don't have the big no, noses right. like the, the like the males yeah. do. Yeah. So, yeah. But either the young males don't have that either, though. That's No, they haven't grown yeah. into that, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, sir. Uh, oh. There's a new segment, I believe. Gonna... Yeah, we're doing a new segment. Uh, I'm doing a new segment called Hey, Fresno, Did You Know? I wanted to. Uh, we had a pretty uh, pretty heavy conversation in the first half of the podcast. Yeah, did, so yeah. hopefully this is basically kind of a little segment where I want to do uh, kind of, you know, maybe some interesting, uh, go to interesting places, I talk like to interesting this. people Lighting around Fresno, see interesting things. So I kind of try to pick one thing at a time and do a little uh, story about it. So, yeah, if you want to go ahead and yeah, here we go. play it. All right, you guys ready? Let's get in the car. Where are we going, Disneyland? No, it's a surprise. I hate it when you do that. Okay, okay, I'll tell you. We're going to go see the boy with the leaky boot. What, is that a new restaurant? No, it's a statue. A what? Really? Well, okay, not just a statue. But it's also a water fountain. And it has a pretty interesting story. So I start to explain that it's a famous water fountain that has been around for over a hundred years. Yep, I'm pretty old for a boy. The fountain depicts a young boy with a bare right foot holding up his right boot that shoots out water from the toe of the boot. Now he's been known by many names. Iron Johnny, or boy immigrant, unfortunate boy, or boy with the leaky boot. Now, according to Wikipedia, it's one of 24 statues known with possibly hundreds more out there around the world. That's one popular statue. How did Fresno get one? Well, Wikipedia goes on to say that a Sergeant Nichols from the Salvation Army started taking donations to fund a project. And when they reached the goal, he purchased this statue from the J.L. Mott Ironworks Company of New York. Welcome all citizens of Fresno. I dedicate this fountain to And by 1895, Fresno had its own boy with a leaky boot fountain installed in front of the old courthouse. Now the fountain was not only pretty to look at, but it also had another purpose. It had tin cups attached to the fountain to drink with, and blocks of ice that would be placed in the fountain to keep the water cool. Now rumor has it that It was supposed to keep the young boys from going into the saloons and asking for a drink of water. Well, excuse me, sir. Could I have a tall glass of water? Well, now look here, sonny. This is a saloon, not a drinking fountain. And not only was the drinking fountain for people, but apparently 
horses uh, enjoyed the cool water too. Who is this boy and why does he have a leaky boot? Well, the origins are pretty obscure. I mean, some say he was a paper boy seller who drowned. Kind of sad. Or an army drummer boy who carried water to his fallen comrades in his boot. That was nice. Or a young firefighter who used his boot for a bucket. But no one really knows for sure. I kind of think he represents whatever we want to see in him. Did you say he was over 100 years old? Well, that statue lasted for a long time. Well, yes and no. The statue was originally cast in pewter, but it was recast in bronze in 1947 and recast again in 1995. And along the way, the poor statue was vandalized, repaired, and moved on various occasions, including a famous incident that involved a local celebrity. It was Fresno's own famous radio and TV personality, Al Radka. So according to the Fresno Bee article dated from August 31st of 1970, titled, Boy Gets Back His Leaky Bronze Boot. Uh, And this was posted on lostfresno.com. The story says that the, the boot went missing, I guess, November 4th, 1969. Then sometime after the boot went missing, well, Al Radka asked the public to help the boy. A man stepped up named Woodrow Woody Tilly, who was a plant superintendent for the Valley Founding and Machine Works, and they cast a new boot for the boy. Ah, but that's only half the story. Now this is the part that gets real interesting. Now according to the Fresno Bee article, the story goes on to say that a Visalia man telephoned Al Radka and said, Okay, I will return the boot under one condition. No questions asked. So he went on to tell Mr. Radka that the boot was taken from the statue by his girlfriend's former husband who reportedly left the state. So the 15-pound bronze boot was returned. That's one heavy boot. Now another interesting fact according to Wikipedia and another Valley connection to the statue is that in 1998, a Clovis man named Patrick Patterson bought what might be the original bronze mold for the boy with a leaky boot statue from an antique dealer in Texas. Now, these particular molds have been traced all the way back to a Mr. Braun of Cincinnati, Ohio, who immigrated from Germany in the 1920s and may have brought the molds with him. So the statue may originally be from Germany, but no one really knows for sure. Okay, here we are. There he is, the boy with the leaky boot. Yep, there it is. Wow. Look at him. Oh man, there's no water. So if you guys out there want to check out the boy with the leaky boot, He is currently at the Fresno County Plaza at 2220 Tulare Street, downtown. And that's the story of the boy with the leaky boot. Hey, Hey, Fresno, Fresno, now now you know. Eric, I gotta say, man, yeah. that was awesome. That was like really, you guys like it? Yeah. Yeah. That was very like Radio Lab. Yeah, uh, I told you. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that yeah. was very cool. In fact, <laughs> you know you. what? I'm gonna post that as a separate little special episode. That oh, nice. Can get it just on their nice. own. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna also. I have a picture of me with that uh, statue, so I'll, we'll put it up on the Twitter page. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we'll, and we'll the Instagram page. I don't know if you have access to that. And Instagram page. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you if yeah, I don't. Yeah, so the food doesn't leak water anymore. No. Apparently, we went there and it was completely bone dry. So I don't, maybe from the drought or maybe people were messing with it. They didn't have any water at all uh, in the fountain, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. You can see pictures uh, online of that fountain, like out in front of the old courthouse. Mm-hmm. And you can actually see the tin cups with the little chains oh, that's cool. that were that attached to cool. it. You could get your drink of water. Hmm. And I don't know, you guys probably already put this together. I was like thinking about it and I go, that makes total sense. Back in those days, they call them drinking fountains. And that's why we get the term 
drinking fountain. fountain. Like, oh, where's your drinking fountain? Right. You know, we, we're used to a little push button thing, you know, in the corner somewhere inside a building. And they're actually talking about an actual fountain that you fountain. drink out of. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Oh, there it is right there. There's a picture of it. If you can uh, enlarge it, yeah. Size image here. Yeah, we'll post that. And see, uh, you can see the is. chains. Yeah, look at the there little tin cups up the there. Cups. Oh, and they actually yeah. put ice in it, huh? And they actually, yeah, yeah it looks like yes. there might be ice right there, like little blocks of and ice. And I bet possibly. you it was from the old Fresno the ice, ice house. house. Yeah. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another little interesting fact about this uh, uh, statue, the molds. Now, I said that the, the gentleman's name, name was Braun. Mm -hmm. uh, he was supposedly the uncle of Eva Braun. Oh, wow. Hitler's, Hitler's yeah, girlfriend, girlfriend yeah. slash wife for a mm -hmm. couple minutes. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he immigrated from Germany. Yeah, pretty interesting that. story. Yeah, a lot of, lot I of love this picture, though. Look how cool this is. This is 1890, it says. Yeah, in the 1890s. 1890, right? You have this fountain with tin cups people drank out of. Everything's brick. There's, of course, no cars, just horses. Yeah. And then uh, this giant drink refreshing Coca-Cola bottle. <laughs> I mean, Coca -Cola Coke, sign. man, they knew how to advertise marketing, back then. Right? Like, they were kings of marketing. Even back. This restaurant didn't have a name. It was just called Restaurant. And Coke over here was like, uh, come drink our drinks. Where, where's the saloon? I'm looking for the saloons over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because that was one of the, the points to have in the fountain, right? So the boys didn't go in. So it looks like, yeah, this one looked like it's coming out of the bottom. The water is the one at the, um, the one that I saw over there at the yeah. County Plaza, Fresno County Plaza, it comes shoots like from the front of the boot, the toe mm. of the boot. Oh, interesting. So here's the other question I got. That says a Coca-Cola sign now in this picture. Yeah. Was that the modified picture? You know how they're modifying all right. the old movies yeah, and stuff now to put in that. advertisements. Yeah, uh, because that restaurant now, if they did it in a movie, it would be Bennigan's or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but... they would pay money to modify that. Yeah. That uh, did we talk about that in the last Not podcast? Yet, no, yeah, about the product placement. And yeah, old product placement. Doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's classic. So you anyway, yeah. It. No, thank you guys. That's I really appreciate cool, that. Man. I like that. I like that segment. I know it probably took you a lot of work. So oh yeah, <laughs> it's like we'll yeah. have one once every six months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How was how was working with your daughter in that? Because oh, it was fun. It was good? good. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. My oh, that's the other thing I have to say. I have, I have to give a shout out to my daughter and my wife. Thank mm -hmm. you very much for putting up with me for going. They actually went on the journey with me to go find this thing, and so yeah, oh, they were very cool. they were troopers. So thank you guys. I love you. I like you're that. awesome. Um, so let's talk about a couple of things. I don't know if it's worth getting into this. I don't know if you guys saw this story. I thought this was kind of interesting. Um, I haven't had a chance to read through it a lot, but, um, and I thought this is what, I guess this is what caught my attention is that the article says Fresno leaders begin working on two dozen police reforms. That's not actually what it says. It says Fresno leaders quietly begin working on two yeah. dozen. And I thought that was a strange word to put in there. Like, what do they mean? Like, secretly? Are they hiding out from Jerry yeah. Dyer? I don't really understand what they mean by input. quietly. Well, what are they doing? Well, scroll up here. It says they were going to, they're working on two dozen, what is that? Police reforms. Two dozen um, police reform, 70 plus recommendations made by the Fresno Commission for Police Reform. And then they're doing two dozen and they have them all listed. Um, and some of them are, you know, some of them are really just like things are going to say, even though I think that most, for the most part they already do them. Like law enforcement should only use physical force when they need to, right? Like things like that. Um, I know I understand that there's some cops that aren't, you know, just some cops that might have some power trips, but I think for the, the majority of cops are good and they're trying to do their job well, yeah. right? Right, and if you don't try to resist arrest or exactly. run away you're you're good because that's right. my thing is if i have a problem with the police i'm going to go with them let me let them take me in mm -hmm. even if it's mistake and i'll get a lawyer and deal with it then i'm not going to deal with the, the cops out in the street right mm -hmm. yeah i mean never yeah. if somebody is armed and is uh you know on edge because you don't know what's coming at them some things could happen. Yeah, so, take them to Pomontes and buy them well, a sandwich. I mean, their, yep. their job is mainly to control the environment, right? They right. rush into an environment. They've been called. They don't know exactly what's going on. they got to control everything and then let somebody else, let a judge sort it out. Yeah, right. so right. I'm looking at these, and a lot of them, you know, a lot of them make sense. They're kind of common sense sort of thing, right? Um, uh, cops, you know, in the, in the police station, they have to watch out for discrimination. You know, they should follow their manuals. Like, of course, these things are all good. Um, but some of these kind of threw me off. I don't want to hear your opinion on them. Okay. Number 28 that they're enacting, Fresno patrol officers should not respond to low-risk non-criminal calls, should not respond to victims of property-related damages where the crime occurred more than 24 hours mm -hmm. before the call, should not respond to routine calls, i.e. non-violent 
homeless encampments, or involving unhoused individuals. Okay, yeah. So who do you call them? Well, a lot of times they'll send out the volunteers or the non-police people who help the police. Basically, okay. they're like volunteers or they're community outreach people. Got it. Well, I know that the county does that, right? Does the city also have those uh, available? Yeah, those, I think okay. so. I'm pretty sure they do because okay. Clovis will do that sometime for, like if someone stole your lawnmower, you know, and it's been a day or something, they'll send someone out to take a report. Yeah, you make a report yeah. and then they'll send somebody out to do it in person. Yeah, because sending a real cop out there, it's just kind of a waste, a waste of time. time. Yeah. Well, a cop on duty and on, on but, patrol, sure. So this is my next question, though. Are these the cops? This says number 56 is disband, disband the homeless task force. So is that disbanding? Are those cops that are doing that? Or is the task force the non-cop people? That I don't know. That's a good question. It yeah, sounds like that would be a task force. But... Sounds like it would be the cops, right? So it, it would be the original. Yeah, the, the the regular. So then uh, me on as a guys. citizen can go and tell the guy in my front yard, go. Yeah, mm -hmm. and because I can't call the well, cops, I have to deal with it on my own. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, it. I mean, is, sense, is there a replacement? Because they're not really saying these well, are so just recommendations. Disband and reallocate resources to social services and community-based services. Well, there won't be homeless people anymore once that, we all have digital money and they take my <laughs> digital money and give it to the homeless guy. Yeah, they so, pay you, you know, 50 cents on the no, dollar and pay crap. him. That's okay. actually a really yeah, good point. Dollar but, that. but no, I, okay, wait a minute. Now, going back to that, though, they're talking about, wait, scroll back up to that one recommendation you were just looking which at. One? Which one was it? Disband homeless? Yeah, they're going to disband and then uh, uh, re reallocate resources to social services. Right. Isn't homelessness a social service? Isn't that part of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should be. That doesn't, that's like double speak. It doesn't make sense. Unless they're like just worried. Social service fails and then they go live out homeless. But homeless well, is such a difficult issue because you got... Homeless due to drug use, homeless due yeah. to mental illness, homeless due to financial difficulty, homeless just because you're weird and you like it. But mm -hmm. but what's what are they? I, it, it would have to we'd have to know what they're defining as social service. Like a social service, basically like a like a home incident. Would it be like if there was you know something happened in the home and they have to respond, like some kind of violence or something? But you know what what does that even mean? Right. Or are they are they just using buzzwords buzzwords that just sound good mm -hmm. for the public with these things? Yeah, I, it's very confusing. Because, yeah, uh, it is. It doesn't make any sense. They're going to reallocate them to uh, basically the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mo mo throwing money at homeless issues. California says this is from the AP San Francisco. California has spent $13 billion in the last three years to tackle homeless problems um, that worsened during the pandemic. And then according to the state auditor, um, that's been fragmented, incomplete, and has been a hinder. So um, it's like it just doesn't do anything well the, the more money you throw at it the worse it gets that's, it just that's got been, worse that's been proven but what go back yeah. to the what are the other recommendations is there uh there's kind of i mean a lot of them like i said are things that make sense like but there are things that i'm almost i think they're just putting things in like corrective action should be documented in an employee's personnel file like yeah, duh yeah Lots like that's kind of stuff, stuff that i yeah. think that i'm a, i assume that that would be in there in the first place so I, if it wasn't, so, I'm like, that's strange. Is this just kind of, you think this is kind of like grandstanding because I think of, of all it. the issues that yes. are going on in the country right now? I think some of it probably is. Probably all these cities and counties are like, hey, we're doing this to prevent future that things. Number right. 13, new rookies should bring donuts in on Monday. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Man. That's a good Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. I, I just kind of really wanted the questions because I didn't understand the idea of, um, like, well, the ones that still kind of, I'm not sure about, like uh, cops shouldn't go to low risk non criminal calls. Like I guess it depends on what what does that mean. Yeah, is that like if somebody robbed me and is now gone, do you not call the police? And who comes? I guess it's kind of an interesting idea. Um, well, you would call because they got a document that there's a problem in the area, and then it they just usually show send up someone yeah. out to take a report. Got it. Because I've had things like that in Fresno where. One time my um, apartment was robbed mm -hmm. and they didn't send out a real cop. They sent out a volunteer cop mm -hmm. who, you know, took some fingerprints and wrote down the report and, you know, documented that there was a crime in the area and all that stuff. So. I guess that yeah. makes sense. Like don't send out a patrol officer but, who can out, who could actually be stopping crime. Right. But, that, but they're, good. but they're already doing that. I mean, like, just like you're, yeah. you're, it's like, you're just doing things there. Stating. Done. Yeah. They're already doing this. So this yeah, is just kind of, they could wave their hand and say, look, we're doing something. We're doing something about the police. That's problem. what politics right here. is. Yeah. yeah. You just say stuff that uh, your opponent has already said, but you yeah, say it loud. But the problem, here's the deal that happens though. I think is that the problem is that people, actually 
you know, really try to, and then they'll say that they adopt certain ones, right? And right. then they enact them. And the problem is that the, the department they give them to, anytime there's these extra government guidelines, you know, more and more and more guidelines, it gets so convoluted. You don't even know as, as a government employee what to do, right? So if you're going to sit there and say, you know, I'm a policeman, it's like, well, wait, I, I can't go to that. Was there, you know what I mean? All of a sudden it starts getting real confusing and you have right. to go through all these different steps and that's going to make the problem even worse, unfortunately. And it always happens. Yeah. Anyways, it's uh, it's just my opinion, though. Just world my opinion. Here. Just it's just you're allowed to have an opinion, Eric. <laughs> as long as it fits with the narrative that that's right. As long as now. it's in the narrative, you go against the narrative, we're gonna have to cancel you. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey. Everything. Yeah. By the way, I know we got to go uh, pretty quick here. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there was a story here that talked about getting a tattoo to get free. Oh, I like this. Yeah, free burgers. Now it's a little bit older story, but. Uh, Let's see, who was this? Farmer Boys. Farmer Boys yes. was, if you would get a Farmer Boy tattoo, like an actual tattoo, not a... Not a and there's three permanent designs. Yeah, there's three permanent designs to choose from. So you get an actual tattoo. I think only certain stores in LA and Vegas are doing this, though. Unfortunately, not Fresno. But you get a tattoo. Mm -hmm. They'll give you a hamburger every day free for a year. See, wow. here's my That's thing. stretch out that tattoo when you gain all that mm -hmm. weight. <laughs> yeah, I would honestly... If it was free for life, yeah. like even yeah. once, if it was once a week for life, I'd be willing to get a See, tattoo. That was, that was gonna be my question. Would you guys do it yeah. if it but was? But every day for a year, you're probably gonna go like, you're gonna get sick of it. Probably five times. Yeah, you're probably gonna use it. Yeah, maybe you're gonna, you're gonna force forget. yourself to go ten times, right? Yeah, because it'd be cool, you know, kind of impressive. You know, you're with someone, and you go, "Hey, let's go to Farmer Boys." Okay? Yeah, and you know, you lift up your shirt and say, hey, "Here's my tattoo." And yeah, give you free it, food. it's honestly, yeah. if you did it for life, who would that impress? <laughs> it would impress me. People I hang around, yeah, yeah. Know, impress Marty. I think. All the homeless people uh, go, "Man, I should have got that." Like I would do it. Like honestly, if it was for life, but it's two inches by two inches, like I'd get a. Tattoo of a cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's kind of like, whatever. Well, I think at, that would be cool, man. With the truck. That looks pretty cool. They got a, a tattoo yeah. with an old truck, uh, like with an old- burger in the back. Yeah. yeah, with a burger in the back. You know what, Marty? You brought up a great point. That That is our solution to feed the homeless. Everybody gets a- Yeah. It's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. I have them all get tattoos, and they can go in every day and get some food. Yeah, on their forearm, we could, like, tattoo a number- <laughs> but you know what the problem is here is is that a tattoo is not inexpensive no a good one so that's the thing it's if you like are getting a good if you're getting this tattoo and you want it to look good let's say you're dropping 400 bucks right yeah um how many burgers can you buy with that right but if it fits mm. for life but if it was for life it. it'd be worth it and like for once a, year, a week you could do that do yep that. i would yeah. do that are too they, are they wait I, in the story i can't remember are they actually providing the the, the tattoo places like will that you know people come in from tattoo are they hiring people to come in and do this i don't think so at their stores or do you just go and get one of these three designs anywhere and see at my funeral i will have them drive the hearse up through the drive-through order a burger and then lift up my arm <laughs> out of the casket and say look he's got the tattoo he gets his last one for free well it could, and you it says they partnered with west hollywood's honorable tattoo shop but they don't say that it's free okay I don't know. So you, oh, I'm you sure the might. tattoo's not free. Yeah. You have to pay for it. It does see itself. But look at the back. Look at. Don't feel pressure to get, take the needle. Farmer Boys will also be distributing temporary tattoos at participating locations. Oh, with a code to unlock an an offer. Well, that's not the same thing. From the Loyalty fun. Farmer Boy Loyalty Club, which yeah. I did not know they had a loyalty club. Oh, you didn't. No. No. Well, that's sad. This you. sounds like is this yeah is this like a gang you have to join or something? Is yeah, like, it's like, it the, uh, like, Buren, it's like the Van Buren boys, Son, Sons yeah. of Anarchy. Um, the Peaky Blinders by order of the Peaky Blinders. Actually, I like this. You know what? If you guys get an acapella tattoo or a if you get a DeVos Gourmet <laughs> tattoo, tell you what, if you get the if you All get right. my last name followed by Gourmet across your back, yeah, I'll give you I'll send you a cocoa crate box every month for life. Oh, really? Totally worth it. How big? Yeah. How big does it have to be, though? Size my arm. What? Like the red dragon? Have you ever seen that? Where he takes no. his robe off yeah, and he's yeah. becoming the red dragon? No. Yeah, I, I want like no. at least my palm, like palm size. Or the girl with the dragon tattoo. I'll if you did one on your face that just says "Debas Gourmet," <laughs> I'd give you a box of chocolate every day for life. 
Really? Wow. Just one box every day? Yeah, one box every day. That's a good deal. You should do that. Because really? the amount of press I'd get out of it would be worth it. I couldn't buy that kind of press. Can I get it like that? What, what's that? Uh, uh, not not permanent ink, but that uh, that they do. No, no. The, and here's the, you have to let me give you the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> this just gets worse and worse. If you oh let me gosh. give you a tattoo on your face. <laughs> this, yeah. This is becoming an episode of that. What was that MTV show where those guys did all that crazy stuff? That was a good show, Jackass. Yeah, Jackass. Yeah, that, that show was my childhood. So would you get it? Don, would you get one? What Burger if it, tattoo? For life, would you do it? Yeah. For life, you would? Yeah. Okay. Heck yeah. So definitely, yeah, because yeah. it'd just be really cool, I think, yeah. to go, hey, look, give me yeah. a free burger. In a heartbeat. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Just a cheeseburger tattoo. No, I wouldn't. I would it. get a cheeseburger tattoo just because I think it's cool. Honestly, I might do one. Well, but you would have to prove. <laughs> <laughs> you would. I mean, it's not like you can put it in a place where you can kind of hide it because you have to show it, right? Heck you have yeah. to prove that yeah, you so have it. Unless you want to drop your pants when you're. Alive. <laughs> that would be pr every time <laughs> you show up, you got to show yeah. them your butt. Each yeah. bun, each bun, you have to lay down on the floor sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, do you have it? <laughs> the left one has a sesame seed. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh oh boy oh, farmer boys they're gonna love this episode I love the show it goes really serious into tattoos on your butt <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you guys for listening as always we loved yes. having you here tune in next week we got a lot of stuff actually we didn't get to um, and just remember damn you crazy Bernie yeah poor crazy Bernie it's not his fault. Really not. <laughs> <laughs>